Recorded live. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the call, Health Chat with Dr. Mike. And um, we are very um, lucky to have Dr. Mike, Dr. Um, Fitch, I'm sorry, Dr. Fitch with us this evening talking to us uh, about um, high blood pressure and hypertension. Dr. Fitch um, has been practicing medicine in Alaska. He started his um, own firm, Concierge Medicine of Alaska, and he's our medical expert for the ultimate youth. Dr. Fitch, are you on the call? I am. Hi. Hi, Erica. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Good to have you with us. Um, we're definitely looking forward to hearing what you have to say in reference to high blood pressure. It's definitely a um, serious condition that many, many people seem to be dealing with. And um, so, yeah, just uh, feel free to, you know, share whatever information you have prepared to talk to us about tonight. Okay. Well, great. Well, thank you so much. And uh, and thank you for, for listening in today. Uh, hopefully uh, you will be able to, to leave today with, with a, a greater knowledge in order to become the ultimate you. Uh, then, Erica, that's just such a great topic because many times uh, we are just, you know, going through life being uh, the best that we can be but not the ultimate person that we can be. Uh, there are so many things that, that, that come into our life, and, and we, you know, we, we grade ourselves just like we grade ourselves in school on that A and B, uh, C level, but I want everybody to be an A-plus when it comes to their health. And that starts with understanding and knowing how to control your health uh, and, and also uh, talking with people such as yourself and myself uh, through the ultimate you. My name, again, is Dr. Michael Fitch. I'm a family medicine uh, doctor uh, who specializes in uh, hormone replacement therapy, energy retrieval, and weight, uh, and weight management. Uh, these are very essential parts of a person's life that, when we look at it, have the most dramatic outcomes on you living the longest and enjoying your life throughout that time period. Today we're going to be talking about uh, just a basic topic, but such a wonderful topic, and that is high blood pressure. A lot of us have heard of this term uh, day in and day out. We may have heard it on the news. We may have talked to a loved one about it. Uh, but what is high blood pressure? Why, what is blood pressure? Why is it so important to, to know what my blood pressure is? Well, in, in essence, um, my blood pressure is defined by the amount of blood that, it, that is circulating around in my bloodstream and how it's going to be delivered to the organs. Without pressure, that vital oxygen and vital blood cannot be delivered to the organs. And if the pressure's too high, then it causes just as much damage um, by going past the organs too fast and, and, and in such a rapid rate that it actually causes some shearing uh, effect. So let's just start off with the trivia question. 
So you go to your local store, and in your local store is a blood pressure machine. Or maybe you went into your doctor's office, and the nurse or the doctor slaps the blood pressure cuff on your arm and takes your blood pressure. And your doctor then tells you uh, that your blood pressure is 154 over 94. Well, which number is more important to you? What do you think, Erica? Ah, uh, I would think that the the larger number is more important. The larger. Well, there are two numbers there. Both of those numbers are fairly high. So 154 over 94. That's systolic blood pressure, and the bottom number is the diastolic blood pressure. So the systolic pressure should be somewhere about 130. And the bottom number should be somewhere about 80. So we see in this scenario that both numbers are, are above the normal cutoff range. But even more important than, than that, we have to realize that the top number is a greater predictor of risk if you are over the age of 50. So if you're over the age of 50 and your blood pressure is above 150, is above 130, excuse me, then that, and that, that means that you have a higher risk of having a heart attack or having a stroke. Now, under the age of 50, the bottom number, the diastolic blood pressure, is a better predictor of your disease system. So a diastolic blood pressure above 70 or above 80 uh, also indicates that your heart is going to be suffering with some disease process. Now, the systolic blood pressure, the top number, is the pressure that is being measured, is, that measures the, how much pressure is in the artery when the heart contracts. So our heart is what's driving this pump. So it's a pump, boom, 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 boom. So as the heart contracts, blood escapes out into the, into the arteries. And then as the heart relaxes, then the, then the pressure should also decrease. So our systolic pressure is the pressure in the arteries produced when the heart contracts. That's at the time of the heartbeat. The diastolic pressure refers to the pressure in the arteries during relaxation of the heart between heartbeats. So blood pressure thereby is reported as the, the pressure during the contraction and the pressure during relaxation. So a very visual, uh, if I can give you a very nice visual effect of that, it's like pushing a wheelbarrow across a field. We all know what a wheelbarrow is, don't we, Erica? And so if you take a wheelbarrow, if you take a wheelbarrow, and you move it from one side of the yard to the other side of the yard, it takes force. It takes the effort of you picking up the wheelbarrow and pushing it across. Now, if you want to relax, then all you have to do is put the wheelbarrow down, and the wheelbarrow shouldn't fall over on itself. Now, take that and compare that to pushing a wheelbarrow 
up a really steep hill and now also having extra rocks inside of the wheelbarrow. So if I'm pushing the wheelbarrow up the hill as compared to pushing across a flat surface, I have to push with more force. So the heart has to push with more force when the blood pressure is high. Mm -hmm. Also, when you relax going up the hill, you can't really 100% relax because otherwise the wheelbarrow will roll back on you. So, again, that's the diastolic number, which shows that if you – that the heart has to continue to maintain pressure even during the time of relaxation. And that's tiring for somebody who has elevated blood pressure, especially this person who had a blood pressure of 154, which means their heart has to push a lot harder than somebody who has a blood pressure of 130, and their heart doesn't get a chance to relax all the way. So instead of being able to relax down to a level of 70, they are still exerting a force of 95. Does that make sense, Erica? Wow, Dr. Fitch, that's probably the best explanation and illustration I have heard um, in terms of, you know, high blood pressure. What is is it exactly and, and how it's affecting the heart? And um, it makes perfect sense. And, and the yep. whole time I'm thinking, wow, well, how does one get in that condition? How, what kind of uh, circumstances lead up to someone having high blood pressure? That's a great question. And, you know, the answer, of, the answer to that, Erica, is life. Life happens, and life causes our blood pressure to go up in a variety of ways. Now, unfortunately, there are some, there are some of us who are already born with having a condition where the heart is already, put, is already struggling. There's already a, a, a blockage on the heart. But that's not the majority of people. The majority of people acquire the blockage, uh, the blockage around their heart as they continue to get older. And that comes in the form of a lot of uh, cholesterol or other substances that may squeeze down the arc, that may squeeze down the blood vessels. I will give you one last illustration just to kind of make this point. If you've ever have used, uh, I'm from North Carolina, and I'm from the country. And so I've used the garden hose once or twice in my life. And and I and if you have ever turned a garden hose on, you know the water comes streaming out of it. But if you want to make the water come out of it even faster, all you have to do is push your thumb on top of the hose, and the water will then go squirting out. Mm-hmm. I now have introduced resistance. My thumb is the resistance. And with that resistance, the blood, the water still had to escape around that resistance by increasing its pressure. Well, that, Erica, is how high blood pressure develops over time. Now, the resistance in our bodies comes in a lot of different ways. One way is 
uh, is, is that when we eat foods that have a lot of cholesterol, fat, uh, then that cholesterol will coat and clog up the arteries and essentially reduce the space in the arteries by 50%, 75%, or even 100%. Once it gets to 100%, Erica, then there's no more flowing of there's no more flowing of water or no more flowing of blood and that is what essentially leads to having a heart attack or having a stroke when the, the, the when there is essentially no more flow another way that that artery can actually squeeze down is when we have a lot of sodium in our diet because our muscles respond our muscles in our body and guess what, Erica? In our arteries, we also have muscles, and those muscles help to contract the arteries, and they help to open the arteries as they relax. So if we have a diet that's high in sodium or high in caffeine or high in nicotine, it stimulates those muscles to contract. And again, the blood vessel uh, decreases in size by 25% or by 50%, Sometimes, again, all the way up to 100%. So it is one of those aspects where we really, really, really have to watch not only what we put into our bodies, but also making sure that we, uh, that we stay energetic and exercise in order to get rid of some of that extra salt or extra fat that, we're, that instead of storing it up in our bodies, we're spending it off. Right. You know, Uh, high blood pressure is such a common health problem. In the United States, approximately 32% of Americans and 23 of African Americans and 23% of white Americans and, and Mexican Americans have high blood pressure. That's over a quarter of the population of those races. Hypertension is more common as, as we all grow older. As an example, among people over the age of 60, high blood pressure occurs in greater than 65% of the time in African-American men, 80% of the time in African-American women, and 55% of the time in white men, and 65% of the time in white women. Unfortunately, Many people, uh, blood pressure is still not well controlled. That's either because they don't know. There are a lot of people who are walking around today, Erica, who who don't know that they actually have high high blood pressure. Yeah, and that was what I was going to ask you about because um, it's such a common condition. But it seems to me, based on what you just described, in terms of you know clogging the arteries and how it may not necessarily be something that people are aware that they have. What are some of the symptoms that can let people know that? It's been called the silent killer, Erica. High blood pressure does not usually cause any symptoms, especially in its very early stages. And even not, and it's only not until you actually have an organ that is no longer getting oxygen or no longer getting blood flow, that when that organ starts to die, that's when you first have your first symptoms, such as a heart attack, 
such as the loss of vision in my eyes, such as uh, uh, headaches uh, or stroke. You know, out of all the people who have high blood pressure, um, one survey, one national survey said that only 25% of African Americans who have high blood pressure actually had it in good control. And only 14% of Mexican Americans only had theirs in good control. And about 25% of Caucasians also only have theirs in good control. So that's a lot of people who actually have high blood pressure, but very few people who actually have it under control. Wow. Many people, many people don't know that they don't have high blood pressure because they never have checked. They, uh, and, and unfortunately, or fortunately, we have so many great ways of checking our blood pressure uh, nowadays as compared to even five or ten years ago. Many people don't have a doctor, unfortunately. They don't have somebody that they can say, that's my primary care doctor. And men, even more than women, probably don't go into the doctor on a, on a routine basis to, uh, to go in for a checkup. Most people only go to the doctor once something hurts. But like yeah. I said, Erica, high blood pressure doesn't hurt. But what I would tell you is if you're over the age, if you have high risk factors, so let's talk about those risk factors. If you're over the age of 40, if you have ever smoked in your life, if you drink alcohol, or if you consider yourself to be um, even slightly overweight, then you have risk factors for having high blood pressure, and you should get it checked. And it's not just checked once a year, but I would tell you to probably get it checked twice a year. Uh, there are lots of different ways of doing that, even as easy as when you go to the grocery store sitting down at the blood pressure cuff machine and letting that machine take your blood pressure. Um, the only problem with that is that sometimes, you know, we may have just had a cup of coffee. We may be nervous. We may be anxious. So I, would, I always tell my patients, you know, don't have any coffee or caffeine before getting your blood pressure checked. Um, and maybe take a few moments, maybe about a, a two, a minute or two, to just kind of sit and relax before having the machine run. But the only exception to doing this are people who probably ex experience a lot of, you know, people who are already drinking a lot of coffee. And so for those people, I say, you know, I really want to see what your blood pressure is when you're still using um, these these things that I know are going to drive your blood pressure up. Let's get a good picture of, uh, of that. Mm -hmm. So, so how do we diagnose? So, so how do we diagnose high blood pressure? Well, it's going to take more than just one reading. It generally takes two readings. So, on that first reading, many times people's blood pressure can be a little bit high. It can be again our normal cutoff, like I said earlier, is about 130 over 70. So sometimes when I get people that come into my office, they're a little nervous. And when we first do their blood pressure, it's maybe 145. But with that, that's not enough for us to diagnose high blood pressure right away. Instead, we let these people, 
We let th- these patients take a break, maybe go away, maybe come back in a week, and let's reset their blood pressure uh, again and see, see if it's still above that threshold. The only exception to this is when, my, is when I have patients whose blood pressure is very high to begin with. Somebody whose blood pressure is already in the 160s or already in the 90s, uh, 160s over, over 90s. In these patients, time is not on our side, and we have to treat their high blood pressure right away before they suffer diseases such as heart disease or eye disease or even kidney disease, Erica. And kidney disease, such as losing a kidney or going through what is called renal failure, is an increasingly growing problem in our United States right now. Wow. So high blood, so high blood pressure uh, treatment, if you kind of think about how do I treat my high blood pressure? Well, untreated high blood pressure observation can lead to a variety of complications, including having a heart attack or a stroke. And the risk of these complications increases as your blood pressure is, is above 120 over 70. Now, I know you're saying, well, Dr. Fitch, you told me that the cutoff was 130 over 70, and that's true. But you need to realize that, the, that even uh, above 120, your body is still suffering some level of disease. And in the medical field, we allow a little bit of, a little bit of leniency. So maybe 10 points. Um, do we allow for between 120 to 130 before we actually start treating with medication? Um, but, but disease can still be started. There can still be problems that's getting started even in the healthy range of blood pressure. Treating high blood pressure can reduce your risk of having a heart attack, a stroke, and even death. And there are a few ways to treat your blood pressure, and the first is lifestyle changes. Treatment of hypertension usually begins with lifestyle changes, making small modifications, modifications in your day-to-day activity, such as reducing the amount of salt in your diet. How many people have, salt, have, have put salt on their food even before tasting their food? Or, or may have had uh, used a little bit of a uh, soy, uh, 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 soy sauce, or or products that that in of themselves, uh, potato chips, and even Erica's ketchup has a little bit more salt in it than what we probably um, than what we probably realize. And so, although we should have a good amount of salt in our diet, a lot of us are getting too much salt in our diet. Yes. The next thing is to lose weight if you're overweight. So, and that goes in the habit of, again, watching what you're eating, but also by exercising in order to burn off the cholesterol that you've been building up, in order to help to open the blood vessels and to strengthen the heart. Avoid drinking too much alcohol. Drinking too much alcohol can cause other problems, such as um, uh, it, it actually can actually stretch the heart, Erica, um, or even cause clogging up in the 
in your liver called cirrhosis, which right. will increase your blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Stop smoking if you're a smoker. Um, nicotine is a huge factor for increasing our high blood pressure. And that goes for both smokeless tobacco, such as chewing, to smoking cigarettes, or even smoking these e-cigarettes that are now so popular on the market. All three still pose a significant high risk of increasing your body's risk for, for, for hypertension and causing heart attacks and stroke. And then exercise at least 30 minutes a day uh, for most days of the week. And that can go as easy as taking a 30-minute walk, a 30-minute exercise. And I always get the guys who tell me, well, I'm going to the gym and I'm doing a lot of heavy lifting, but you're not, and my answer back to them is, but you're not working out your heart. And I need for guys who are listening, to realize that exercise includes both resistance training, yes, lifting weights, but it also includes um, cardio, cardio workouts, such as riding on the bicycle, walking on the treadmill machine, walking, running, doing a lot of things that will increase the heart rate and help to clean out some of that cholesterol out of the system. Now, as those things are being done, um, many patients will have significant reduction in their blood pressure by just making lifestyle changes alone. However, um, we also realize that medications may need to be added as well in order to bring down your blood pressure while you're making those significant lifestyle changes. Now, nobody likes to go on medication. And I tell my patients all the time, my goal is to not have you on medication for the uh, uh, not to have you on medication for the rest of your life, but I do want to bring down your risk factors right away until you can make those lifestyle changes on your own. There are different medications. Uh, all of the medications that are meant to lower your blood pressure. Uh, go back to those same philosophies that we talked about earlier, uh, including helping to open the arteries, helping to clean out some of the cholesterol, and reducing the pressure. So finding the right medication for you um, is, is, is going to be a, a great conversation that you need to have with your doctor. And if you don't have a doctor, uh, then, you know, feel free to, to – Listen to, you know, call us up here at the Ultimate You um, so that we can help to, to give you some guidance towards, um, towards helping you out with your lifestyle changes or helping to plug you into an appropriate doctor in your area. Um, uh, many places such as urgent cares, emergency rooms, especially if you're having symptoms, or just your primary care doctor. And, you know, Ladies, like I said, ladies generally do a little bit better because ladies, uh, especially over the age of 30, at least go to see their OBGYN doctor or go in for an annual pelvic exam or pap smear. But guys, guys, you know, we don't do the best at going to the doctor before it hurts. 
Usually we don't go to the doctor until until we're already well behind the well behind the curve and when there's already a disease that has manifested itself. So it's very important for you to at least get yourself checked up once a year. So Erica, have you have you Erica, so have you uh uh had a chance to get your blood pressure checked this year? Um, Doctor Fish, you put me on the spot. No, as a matter of fact, I haven't. I haven't. Um, but I definitely plan to do that in the very near future, because just like you were saying, you know, I'm, I I don't have any symptoms, and I guess I wouldn't, uh, based on the nature of high blood pressure. It doesn't give you symptoms until it's too late. So yes, I will be um, making a trip to get my blood pressure taken. Oh well, great. Um, well, well, very good. So you know, um, well, you know, well, that is great, Erica. You know, and and just even making simple, you know, an ounce of prevention goes a long way. And we are losing too many of our fathers and mothers at too early of an age period um, that we really should uh, that that we can prevent. So. Uh, I hope that today's talk has been helpful. Um, You know, we're here each and every uh, week. Um, And if you are looking for, you know, some more information, please feel free to contact us at The Ultimate You. Um, Well, Dr. I just wanted wanted to say um, before you wrap up um, that, you know, the ultimate, the mission of The Ultimate You is to be, the conduit of people making lifestyle changes. We have you as our medical expert. We have a fitness expert, a nutritional expert. Uh, we even have a beauty expert. We want to incorporate holistic lifestyle choices. It includes natural, medical, um, you know, anything that is going to promote health and wellness. Uh, we at the Ultimate You are ready to help and assist, support, and guide anyone who wants to make those changes. And we have different levels because uh, not one size doesn't fit all, in my opinion. Uh, of course, me uh, being the nutritional um, expert, I believe the foundation for health begins with what you eat, what you put in your mouth. Um, what you're consuming is pivotal to anything else that you do. So we we have programs that can meet people where they are. Um, a great way to get started on a health program is to do a detox. And we have a detox program. It's seven days to get you, introduce you to some foundational health principles. We also have um, additional um opportunities for possible medical treatment for people who may need that. We have, uh, you know, we want to give people their options. Any supplements that we have on our site are a high-quality supplement that are immediately assimilated into the body to provide the nutrition and the support that people need to to make the lifestyle changes. So, um, I just wanted to let people know that we are a resource for them. And 
as you were about to let them know how to get in contact with us, uh, I would just encourage them to do that and just to stay tuned to our weekly chat because you're giving out a lot of great information, Dr. Rich. Thank you, Erica. And, uh, you know, and just like you say, Erica, just some amazing and high-quality uh, advice and, and supplements that can – and they can start right away. You know, it, it starts just as just as easy as just picking up the phone uh, and, and, and calling us up or going on the web um, at the ultimate you – LLC.com. Again, that's www.ultimate, the ultimate you, LLC.com. Or you can visit my website at www.medak.us.us. That's again, www.medak.us. Um, and is there any number that we should give out, Erica, at this point, or should it just kind of go to the website for now? Um, we don't have a number just yet, so we're just um, pointing people to the website, and they can also send us an email, um, and we can get in touch with them right away. The email is theultimateullc at gmail.com. And, um, but... Soon we'll have a, a number that people will be able to call and reach either one of us as well. Perfect. All right. Well, I look. Uh, thank you for having me today, and I look forward to coming back next week. Um, and we'll be posting this episode up. Uh, if you missed it, uh, or you want to go back and listen to it, or have a have a friend listen to it. Uh, uh, that you that you care about that we may need you know you've been thinking uh, you want to get somebody else to be aware about their high blood pressure. Visit the website. There'll be a link up on the website. Uh, the Ultimate U LLC. Go uh, and visit all other shows as well. Um, so Erica, uh, I'll turn the phone back over to you and. Um, um, uh, uh, thank you for your time. Great. Thank you, Dr. Fitch, and thank you, everyone, for um, being with us on the call. We hope that you enjoyed this and that you were able to learn a lot of information, and hopefully it will um, encourage you to take action if you or anyone you know needs to needs help with the lifestyle change. Then we're here for you. Thank you, and good night.